Hi guys, I'm Claire. And I'm Katie. And welcome back to the Margarita Madness podcast. Now I can't stop laughing about it. Me neither. We just had um, some issues. I always say to Claire, okay, are you ready before we record? And she goes, yes. So then I start. I started. Um, the first time we tried recording this, the first word that came out of Claire's mouth was... <laughs> It was great. It was great. Um, I I don't know if I've discussed this on the podcast. <laughs> I probably have, but I'm pretty sure I have a small esophagus because I just <laughs> choke. I <clears throat> I just choke and get like cough so easily. So excuse me. <laughs> she don't worry. Got her some water. She's doing okay. It was just. It really made the start to this just. So uniquely us, I would say. Yes, I I'm doing fine. It's fine. I'm not not in my Christmas PJs at <laughs> eight thirty p.m. on February 9th. <laughs> I'm uh, neither Christmas or an appropriate time to be in pajamas. <laughs> you know, whatever um, makes you happy, that's okay. Live your truth, people. Yeah, I've now taken to uh, writing down Claire's funny quotes because I think she's hilarious, and the things I, she says are just really always like out of whack. To, I would really like to say that that really made me happy because I am honored. Only <laughs> so few people see this side of me, so I'm honored. Um, I, one of the standout ones from earlier was she, once she coughed, she said, she is unpredictable. You will never know what she's going to do next. And by <laughs> she, she does mean her esophagus. <laughs> you just, just really don't know what's going to You never know what's going to happen. Are you going to cough? Are you going to, is it going to close up on you? Like, you just don't know. <laughs> she has a life of her own. Um, now that we've talked about that, that This fabulous, is a great intro I, to the podcast. Yeah. Um, so this week, as we talked about last week, we're just going to be doing, we're calling it a chat between friends, and we're just talking about anything and everything. Literally. Um, I, we, we did, we did write down some general topic, or at least I just had stuff come in my mind this week that I wanted to talk about. Um, specifically, I was sent a, um, specific TikTok by Katie that really sent me off, so we're going to discuss that. It, um, yeah, I only sent it to her last night, but it's it's been a it's been a hard time since watching that. I really need to just I just really need to set the record straight on some things, so we're gonna be doing that, and um, just, yeah, just some other fun stuff. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, do you want to start with your highlight of the week? Yeah. So my highlight of this week was on. So we know I love my girl Madfit. Um, I truly do, still do, but I was feeling a little uninspired by my workout on Saturday. Like, I wanted to work out, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I didn't want to, <laughs> I'm not okay. Um, We're a mess. <laughs> one moment, please. I... We both took a sip of water. I think we're really ready now to discuss. This is your sign to drink some water if you have Stay it. hydrated, um, people. Um, okay, so <laughs> raw and in the flesh. Okay. Um, so as I was saying, I was feeling uninspired by my usual workout on Saturday. So and I've been hearing about this girl on YouTube called MK Fit, who does kind of these themed workouts to songs, like to themes, for example, um, there was like a Mamma Mia one, a High School Musical one, which ten out of ten recommend. I did. I did the one she has for all three, 
and I just about died doing <laughs> all three after doing a hit workout as well. Um, and so, yeah, that was a highlight of my week, finding new ways to move, new workouts. It, 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 it's a good time. It was fun. Yeah, that's that is great. My highlight is also fitness related. Claire told me about that, so I I did try one of them, and they're they're pretty hard. But that's not my um highlight. My highlight was yesterday. I had a pretty good leg day. Um, leg day is my favorite day, and it was a hard one feeling sore from that. Yeah. But that's how you know it's working. People, I love leg day. I love leg day. I hate arms. Hate so arms. Much. I say that. I think I say that every time arm day rolls around. I'm like, why? Why am I doing this? But I was I, a, I was a strong believer in just leg day for all my years of life until maybe the past year, um, and then I was like, you know what, Katie? Like, although cheer is a lot of legs, maybe you should try and be a better all around athlete. So I oh, had yeah. to incorporate abs and arms, and I, I still hate arm day. I I hate arms. I. I'm kind of different and not, I, I'm, I'm different. I'm just I'm different. Not, I'm not like the other girls. I'm not like um, <laughs> But I, I don't really designate a day to like focus on something. I'm pretty strictly a hit or dance workout gal just because, not because I like, I'm like, oh, you have to do cardio or whatever, but I just really get bored only targeting one area. But I obviously there are arm moves and like hit workouts, mm-hmm. and I, they're just not for me. I um, it, I it, not to say that I don't do cardio. I do cardio oh, no, every no. workout day, but yeah. I also designate after cardio time to a specific body part. Uh, body I feel like that's what I need to do because you're still getting your cardio, which is the best for like losing weight, burning calories, but building muscle because I need to for cheer. So, you know, there's, yeah. the, there's yeah. both. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm glad that we keep got back on the, a great track, on the great yeah. start. And I feel like that kind of flows, if you don't mind, into the first thing that's been, like, on my mind. Like Oh, on, yeah. Let's get into it, it. On my heart, if you will, this week. Oh, yeah. um, and, and this might be... I swear these aren't all going to be serious, but this, like, first one kind of... I want to talk about the comparison when it comes to fitness. Um, Yeah. And the reason why I wanted to do this is because I would say up until recently, I didn't even realize that I had kind of the wrong view or not the right view of fitness um and I just want to say like if, if any of this kind is kind of triggering because I know it can be for some people maybe like skip um but yeah I just find myself comparing what I'm doing what I'm eating like what I'm doing in terms of working out and what I'm eating to people so often and it was like the little things like I have follow people on Instagram who like get up like super super early like 5 a.m every day and like work out and always seem to be eating like the right thing and it would just I feel like even subconsciously give me guilt when I didn't do those things or follow those things that people are doing um and so I've unfollowed like pretty much all like fitness um health related people and maybe this isn't like the best move but I just feel like I needed to really 
figure out like what worked for me and what I like to not compare myself in that sense to others. Like I shouldn't feel bad if I don't get up at six every single morning and work out at 6 a.m. every single morning or well, stuff like that. Yeah, or, for sure. <laughs> or like the biggest thing is like, oh, you can only take one rest day a week. Or uh, girl, like I have like, two designated rest days. And I do too now. And it was so funny because I all I I just came to this conclusion like in the past day or two, like I didn't even realize I was thinking this way until I was like listening to another podcast and they were like talking about how comparison, not just in fitness, but in other parts of life, which I'll get into, like it just seeps into you, like you don't even really For think sure. about it. And I just got to say, I feel, I feel so much better. I mean, I, 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 as a person do like to get up early. So I still do get up up like relatively early and such just because that's what I like to do, but I don't beat myself if I beat myself up if I'm not up at six every single morning. Like the world is not going to end if I wake up at 730. Yeah, no kidding. I feel like I've always made fun of you for waking up that early and not to like make you feel bad about it. But I was like, it's okay if you don't get up that early. And and it's 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 not that I don't still do that sometimes because I I genuinely like that's what I like to do. But um, especially I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping recently and stuff like that. And so and especially with not having as much going on, I'm like, I don't need yeah, but six every morning. And it's stuff true. Like that. Sometimes if I have a busy day, I still like to. Um, or any anyway, so and and like I'm again, I'm not saying it's bad to do these things, but um, I think I tend to get kind of overly like stressed and obsessed mm-hmm. with those sort of things. Like if I'm not doing this or that, it like like you know if I miss a day of like working out if I if I took more than one rest day like stuff like that so I just want to say if you if you find yourself comparing like I strongly suggest evaluating who you are following on social media because I think it can be great social media I really do but I also think it really seeps into your subconscious because as a generation we're on it so much and like I said, I truly thought that it wasn't really affecting my mindset and stuff, but now I realize, like, it was. I I think so everything you're, rant, you're <laughs> feeling is very valid. I think all of that is, you know, a lot of people have been talking about this for a while, and I think it's very valid what you're saying. I, on the other hand, personally, I don't think I've ever followed a fitness account on Instagram. Like, ever? No, well, it was, it was more so because once I started getting into fitness, like, just genuinely because I liked it, I was like, oh, like, I want to follow for, like, tips and, and stuff. No, and, and I, I get it, but I just, I, I'm, just for me, I don't think I've ever yeah. followed them. I think for me, though, it wasn't that I didn't want tips and things. I had already been in sports where I was like, I'm just going to do the workouts that I do at sports because I know those mm-hmm, are, like, mm-hmm. to my sport specific. Mm-hmm. But now that I don't cheer as much, like, I definitely started watching, like, YouTube videos on what workouts and things, but yeah. I don't think I've ever followed an influencer like that. It's interesting right. because I still yeah. do like those tips, but I just don't get it from social media like that. I yeah, and, and I guess that my point with this is I just become... I have kind of higher standards for who I'm going to follow now and like see on my feet, if that makes sense. You and know, I know this sounds dramatic. It does. It, but... No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. I okay. I have something related to this, actually. Um, 
it kind of like this. So the other day, someone popped up on my Instagram feed, and I was like, I have no idea who this is. Like, when did I start following this person? Like, I have not a single clue who this is. Mm-hmm. And I went in, and we had a lot of, like, common followers and things. And I was like, but I have no idea who this is. And they probably don't know who I am either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do I follow so many people that I have, like, in common with when I don't know who they are? Exactly. So I went through my whole Instagram and my whole Snapchat, like, friends, and, like, conversations, and I unfollowed and unadded everyone on snapchat and instagram that i i don't actually know yeah. um mm-hmm. you know and I, because like snapchat make me feel so anxious and i was like all these people around here that i don't know and like yeah mm-hmm. it was just not good not that like kind of the same as what you were going through but not the same but i was exactly. like and, just and feeling so anxious over it for no reason so i was like you know what i have to do and i did it and i feel much better yeah, and I feel like it can, like I said, social media can, can be great if you're following the right people and and stuff like that. And it's so funny because this is 100% not a new thing. No, like, I've yeah. definitely heard this before, but I feel like, as with a lot of things, you kind of have to come to the, your, the conclusions and stuff on your own. Like, you can hear things spoken to you 500,000 times. Like, I listen to a ton of, like, lifestyle type of podcasts, and this has been talked about before, but I feel like I only really came to that conclusion that I myself was, like, letting that happen until a few days ago. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's because I'm kind of, like, a non, not non-confrontational, but, like, I don't like to rock any pose, like, you know, stuff like that. And so I almost felt, like, bad unfollowing people. Even if they didn't follow me, even if I didn't know Oh, I know this feeling well. And so now I'm like, you know what? No, like, it's it's a choice. And it it doesn't mean that I don't, yeah, like you, but it just means that it's not something I, like, need to see or, like, let in. I... I totally relate to this one. When I was unadding all those people, like, if you unadd someone on Snapchat and you both have each other, you go into their, like, subscriptions. Like, they're subscribed to you because you haven't Mm -hmm. added them back. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad that that's what's going to happen to these people if they have me added, like, whatever. And I was like, but if we don't speak and we don't really know each other and we don't benefit each other's lives, why do I care that much that they're going to see that they're subscribed to me? They can just unadd me, too. Like... Yeah. Why was that a why was that bothering me so much? I was like, I don't want them to like not like me, whatever. And I'm like, but it, but if I don't know them, why does it matter if they don't like me for yeah, yeah. doing that? Exactly. And I I mean I guess kind of pivoting, but kind of on the same thing. Like this whole thing of comparison. I've also really been feeling this lately in the whole like life track kind of thing. Like, <gasps> yes. like there are so many people in their early twenties, like around our age, who are so much further than we are you know it's so interesting that you had quote further know what I mean like yeah it's so interesting that you had these two thoughts uh this week because these are thoughts that I also had this week and it's not something we talked about so it's weird that we both were on that one like and I swear this is like only in the last few days that like I've come to the these revelations and I literally said to someone the other day I feel like I have nothing to show for my life turning 21. Literally. And then I'm like, what the, like, literally, what the heck? Like, why do I feel like this? Like, because it's not true. Both of us are literally in a panorama. Both of us have had jobs. (laughs) Both of us are in a panorama. We're literally in a pickle. Um, (laughs) Please let us know if you know that reference. (laughs) We're We're in a pandemonium up in here, people. (laughs) 
we're in a panorama. <laughs> um, okay, but literally we're in a pandemic. And I feel like even aside from the fact that we're in a pandemic, like I really used to do this because I feel like it's weird in your 20s. Like you see these people in their early 20s who are absolutely killing it and they're living on their own and they're starting these cool companies and businesses and incredible, like amazing for them. Love that for them. We love to see women succeeding. We really do. But then there are also people who, you know, are like me, for example, who are still like living at home currently out of a job and just just doing university. And it's, it's wild that in this society where, you know, people can do so many things, which is amazing that you almost feel like you have to be doing 500 million things. You have to be killing the game from like coming out of the womb. You know, know, I think this really relates back to the social media thing because the people that you're seeing in your twenties doing all these crazy things, like having billions of dollars, owning homes, starting companies, traveling the world are the people that are influencers on social media. If social media didn't exist, one, those types of lifestyles would not exist for people Mm -hmm. our age, and two, Mm -hmm. you would not see them. They would not be promoted as they are. Exactly. It's it's so unrealistic to be comparing your 20-year-old lifestyle to that because it's not not real. It's totally not real. And I just, again, want to point out, like, I am in no way hating. Like, I am so happy to see people succeeding like that. I really... I really am like I I think it's, I really do think it's amazing so I don't want to like discount that but I think that the it, it's hard when you are a quote quote like normal person and like seeing that a lot and you know you're like oh like I'm I'm not doing enough and I'm like no like I when things are normal and I work a job and go to school and I uh, do this podcast and you know like that's that's like my life and sure I live at home but so do most people I know yeah age. like it's uh, when did it become weird like, to live at home in your like, 20s right and so and and again like all all the best to those people who are killing it I think that's amazing and so you know yeah, I just I, all this to say, I think it's, I think it's really important to like be critical about who you follow and who you look up to, up to I would say, yeah. Social media. yeah, yeah, because trust me, and even if you don't think it is like causing you to compare your life and stuff like that, it is. And when you only follow people who uplift and like, and not necessarily not uplift because it's not like these people aren't trying to like uplift and stuff like that I shouldn't say that but if you follow people who make you even without trying like your lifestyle your life what you're doing feel less than then you just need to like press that little unfollow button that's there for a reason and (laughs) peace out um now that we're I think that was a great topic to start it off with that encompasses quite a few of the topics that we had written down like the top three that we have written down I think it covered quite a bit of those but now that we started talking about 20s the age of the 20s I was thinking the other day because both mine and Claire's birthdays are coming up not super close but they're coming up um put in your calendars put in your calendars we're 10 days apart (laughs) 
Like, um, literally, it's kind of weird how, like, we're literally 10 yeah, years apart. She's like, April 29th, I'm May 9th. We're... Anyways. Taurus superiority. The Taurus woman superiority. That's all I'm gonna say. Anywho, I was thinking about this the other day, because I was like, when you're 20, you say you're 20. And I was like, but we're gonna be 21. We're gonna be in our 20s. Like, you don't say you're in your 20s when you're 20. So I was yeah. like, that just feels so much older, you know? You're mm-hmm. in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. That's yeah. all I had to say about that. I don't like it. <laughs> yes. Well, this actually goes well into my next topic, that and I... I swear we're gonna get into some fun stuff, but that this what has also been on my heart is the struggle of growing up. Oh, I think um, about this one a lot, and and I feel like this is actually something that I haven't heard talked about um, a ton. I was listening to Gals on the Go podcast this week with Brooke, who little plug we had her on the podcast in the summer. So if you so want to awesome. listen, listen to that. Um, and uh, her co-host Danielle and they were kind of talking about this too about kind of like the comparison of other people your age and the struggle of growing up but what I I just don't want to grow up (laughs) and I feel like it's such a struggle I hear Um, you I literally can remember me at I want to say 14 or 15 I remember having this conversation with my mom because I was so distraught. I was sitting at the kitchen table with her and I was sitting on her lap at 15 years old because I was so distraught. I was like bawling my eyes out and I'm like, mom, I don't want to grow up. And as crazy as that sounds that I was like 15 and sitting on my mom's lap and having this like big crisis, I I was just so fearful, so fearful. Um, Because I'm the oldest sibling, obviously, and my brother was still in elementary school, like I had just started high school, like, it was a really big difference, and I was like, Mom, I don't want to grow up, I hate it, I don't want to grow up, I don't want to be an adult, and I can't even imagine being in that place anywhere, like, I'm still scared, but I thought I knew, when you're young, you think you know so much, and then you get older, and you're like, no, I knew nothing at 15 about what 20, 21 was going to be like, and I just, am I still fearful of being an adult? Yes. But not in the same way that I was when I, like, first entered high school. I, I have to be honest, I, I think I'm feeling that a little bit more in in this stage of life, and I hope that I'm not alone here, but I am just really struggling with the fact that I am growing up and, like, a full, full-fledged adult. Um, the thought of, the one that scares me the most about growing up, well, growing up scares me, let's just start there. But the fact that I do have to move out, like, in the near future, that's what really scares me. Yeah, I think it's hard. And I think it's hard for me because, I mean, I guess I kind of have lived on my own. I lived in residence first year, but that was still in Toronto. I came home on weekends every so often, stuff like that. But I feel like because I'm so close with my family, it's, like, quite hard and... Um, I feel like there is sort of an innocence that is taken away with growing up and I'm, I'm literally getting emotional and I didn't mean to get emotional and stuff, but I am a very nostalgic person and I've come to the realization that it's because I miss the time when life was so much simple and not so... 
like it, it was just so much more innocent and like not as hard and I feel like I'm harping on all the bad things like growing up is amazing too like you learn so much more you are given you have so many more opportunities you get to figure out what you really want to do in this world like your purpose and that's all so exciting but I feel like it can be hard at the same time and whenever people talk about growing up I've only ever really heard about the good things and so I think that almost made it harder because I I felt like I was almost mourning the younger version of myself if that makes sense um and like I said it's gotten easier it has and like I said it's not all bad I mean you're able to do things that you're not able to do when you're younger and there's a sense of freedom and all of that and it's amazing but I think it can be a struggle and a challenge and a big growth period at the same time yeah I think I think that's very valid I think every time a major life change has come around like getting going to high school going to university that kind of stuff I think it always gives me quite a bit of fear about what the years will bring in those times of my life like those high school years and now university years and you know me and Claire are going to be done our undergrads in the next one to two years like Uh um and then I feel like it's also not yeah and then well I mean yeah I we're each going to go to school for at least two more years but two more years is not that much longer I'm going to be 23 when I'm done two degrees if that if I if it takes me that long and that that's terrifying. I feel like the one thing that I was saying about moving out is what's not talked about is Toronto is really expensive to live in. Uh-huh. Really expensive to live in. Um, and you never hear about people like going back to live with their families, or at least I don't, because I don't have a lot of older friends who have already uh-huh. finished school and have like moved on from that time in their life, except for my cousins. And they don't live in Toronto, so they do have like some of them have wives, some of them move out with their significant other, like. And then there's two people paying for inco- rent and income, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you never, I like, I can guarantee you I'm going to have to come back and live with my parents after I'm yeah. done school because Toronto is so expensive. But you don't hear people talk about this. And then like, and then what happens? What if, what if I don't, what if I can't find a job until I like I move out? Like, what do I do? Like, what happens? No one talks yeah, about this. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, That's it's just terrifying. It's, it's, it's definitely, like, I think one of the like, hardest transition periods I I would have to agree and it's just hard and like I said it's wonderful and amazing and I can't say that I would go back to being a younger version of myself but I think there are some parts of it that I I guess the word would be like mourn yeah I I would In never want to go back to the younger version. No, version no, it's of not me that. It's, it's... because you know, I think the older version of me is a much better person. For but sure. um there is things that you yeah, like the more so the innocence and ease. Yeah, the the, the things where I just like didn't know anything. Like when you would like watch I don't know, a movie for the first time and like didn't get a reference cuz you're like too young. Like that kind Na- of stuff. Na- like naivete, yeah. That's just naive. 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 Naive.
Should I get I, Google I, Translate to say it out loud to us? Naivety. Okay. Naivety. Naivety. That was so English of you. Naivety. That was so UK um, of you. Uh, using new word, big words here. Um, yeah, and again, maybe it's like very dramatic, but that's just like what's been on my heart. And I think being this whole year, like I think it just made me reflect. I think I yeah I think this year has been a really big one for reflection for I would say a majority of people because and and, and I've just come to the conclusion that that's why I'm such a nostalgic person you know (laughs) I'm glad you've come to this conclusion I was reflecting I think on I'm okay with being nostalgic like I think every once in a while it's like watch an old Disney movie or whatever like whatever that's fine um but I I think it's also kind of helped me like okay yeah and 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 like i said i'm I'm excited about it i I wouldn't go back to the younger version of myself i'm a much better person than i I like myself more now than i do do when i think about younger me Mm -hmm. yeah younger me was so she thought she knew everything you know when you're young you think you know everything so then when you get older you're like you knew nothing and I just thought I was like so cool and I did not deserve that confidence as like a high schooler Mm -hmm. I I definitely like myself more anyways on that 30 minutes of great topic I think we should move on to this really pressing one Claire okay so um a little break on the serious stuff um so I just need to discuss a really disturbing event that happened a few days ago um a few days ago pro- it was last night to be clear last night i'm still processing it um so katie sent me this tiktok um i am not on tiktok so she texted it to me <laughs> um i need to get on tiktok but you do um she sent it to me and it was this girl ranking gilmore Gir- girls characters only the men only and the men in gilmore well, only men yes and I, Gilmore Girls is probably the first kind of like not kids show I watched. And I specifically remember when I watched it, my aunt slash family friend, but like, you know, those family friends who like, call it, yeah. anyway, my aunt gave me the season one box set when I had surgery for my, like to get my hearing aid um, yeah. implant in. Um, and so that's the first time I watched it. It just had like a very special place in my heart. Um, and I know you feel the same way. So I do love the show. in my disturbance when <laughs> this video was sent. And this girl put Jess before Luke, for one, um, and Max before Richard. <laughs> and I was disturbed. I was hurt hurt i felt personally victimized betrayed betrayed just um so we have decided to re-rank them and we are going into basically all the characters well here's the problem claire's goes into all the characters i just feel neutral on a lot of characters so i ranked my top eight for you so i will say um I am very sure about my top 10 and my top five and bottom five. (laughs) The in-betweens, I just really wanted to discuss, um, but there's a little room. 
um my top five and bottom five are like set in stone like i will I go need to, to change my doing this and if you're and if you don't agree jail i'm changing <laughs> I'm my kidding. top eight just the bottom three um <laughs> but i yeah so i again i feel neutral on all of them i like them but i just don't i don't enough to rank them all Yes. So okay, I so think we should start at the very top, and of course, same one. We have the same first two. Um, Lorelai first. Lorelai, of course. Um, you know how a lot of like young teens today say that their like coffee obsession came from Emma Chamberlain? No, mine yeah. came from the OG Miss Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah, I I just really love her. I think she is funny she is spunky unique a person but she, i think she and like she's really a person who's always there for people and she is just caring doesn't take life too seriously um just she's, just an all-around amazing character and love her um, love her that's all i have to say yeah, about that love her love her um my second favorite is luke we um, both have him yeah ranked second of course king. it like how could you not like him? He's like unproblematic king. Uh, yeah, he literally doesn't deal with anyone. It's like bull. Like we don't want to no, deal with I all your craziness. He, he again. He's so there for the town <laughs> and just a stand up guy. <laughs> he's just a stand up guy, and I love his like. I love scenes with him and Taylor. Oh was, yes, of course. He's just so funny, um, and I. He, yeah, he's just that, like, stoic constant. Yeah. I think, to be honest, like, he, he would, he's the best male character in the show. Yeah, he really is. Um, oh, we actually quite differ on our <laughs> We could not be more different in our third choices. So, my third favorite is Logan. I... I hate Logan. I hate Logan. <laughs> I, I will say I... Okay, I'm not counting the year in the life. I yeah. do not love him in that. I'm counting, like, just a series, though, in this, just I, so you know. I hate Luke. Uh, not Luke. Um, oh, my God. I hate Logan. I hate Logan. I hate him. And you know what? Um, Because you're my friend, I won't jail. I won't jail. <laughs> Another iconic friend. quote from Claire last night after she watched that t- TikTok was just jail. Just jail. Like, um... <laughs> But yeah, I love Logan. I think that, like, character development, honestly, I mean, I think that... Should I, should I say my piece about Logan and then my, um, my choice? Yeah. So, Logan, I think he just is so full of himself. He loves himself. He loves his money. Like, he totally thought he could just get Rory because he's, like, rich and looks like he looks. Like, don't get me wrong, he's cute, but No. I, I don't like him. And then I just think he pushes he really Rory. Rory I think he pushes Rory to do things that she's not comfortable with and not in a good way. So I just, I'm not for it. Um, you know, I, my, my personal opinion is that, and, and I, I, resp- I, <laughs> I respect your opinion. Um, but I think for me, I think, I think they really balance each other out. I think, I think she mellows him in a good way. And I think that, he pushes her to be not so boring. 
And if you see where I rank her, you'll once we get to where I rank her, we'll we'll talk about how I feel about Rory. Anyways, so my third rank, opposing her Logan, is Mrs. Kim. Another queen. Mrs. Kim has gotta be one of my favorites. I think she's hilarious. She's so funny. Does she is she always doing the right by her child? No. But she's just hilarious. I, I, I too love Miss Kim. Um, now keep in mind until we get to like the bottom five, I like love all these characters. So even though she is a little bit lower, love Miss Kim. Of course. She, she's so funny. She is. Okay. She's a mood. She, she has some of the best quotes in the show. She does. That's why she's just so funny. Yeah. So our so, fourth. Yeah. My fourth is, um, Paris and the girls. And mine is Dean. And I know that, like, a lot of people think he's, like, a wet blanket, like, bad guy. When he, no, when he cheated on his wife, girlfriend, whatever they were at the time, bad. Don't agree with that. Whatever. But, like, early seasons, Dean, where he's dating Rory, like, he's, like, the perfect boyfriend. Like, I just, I just can't. I love Dean. I think he's cute. I think he's, I, I think he's, like, a good boyfriend at the beginning, like, Whatever, a good first boyfriend, I will say. First boyfriend. But what he did with Rory when he was with his new girl, mm-mm. He had to be cancelled after that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. There, there... Yeah, the whole situation kind of made me cancel both Rory and Dean. So. Yeah, that was bad on both their parts. But bad. I will... All I'm gonna say is young Jared Padalecki. He's so cute, he right? Really something. <laughs> Really something. And that's all I'm going to say. But I... I told you. I just don't love Dean. I think he was never right for Rory. I think that he... I think he was a good first boyfriend. First. Here's my thing. I think... You know what? I'm I'm going to discuss a little bit more about... You know what? I'll, I'll go into it once I discuss my ranking of all the boyfriends. But I, I just think that he almost expected her to be like too perfect and that's my yeah yeah i could see that i'm i'm gonna take the time to rank who i think is the cutest of rory's boyfriends let me just say if you know me once we get through them uh, we'll talk we'll talk more in depth about the boyfriends because i have so much to say about the boyfriends we uh, me too (laughs) me too so well i think we should say a piece about the boyfriends so our fifth choice um, uh, mine is Lane. I think she's just great. She's a loyal best friend. Uh, she's funny. She's just great. Yeah. Lane, Lane, she is a good best friend. Very supportive. Um, I, I like her too because I feel like she is very, like, respectful of, like, her mom. So, like, that, but also, like, living, living her truth. Like, her mm-hmm. life. We love. Um, my personal fifth is... Richard I just love (laughs) Richard I think he and like all these characters they have their not so great moments but I think that he is just very funny at some points and he is just such a steady person I I just love I I love um okay six mine shockingly Rory There's some things that I I would say she's she can be boring Rory's at times, boring and like she did do that thing with Dean, but like the show's about her, so like I had to. Boring, I had to. 
Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Mine is Emily. What a queen. You know what? She can be, but I just... She's so mean. I just... She she can be it sometimes. I she just so is hilarious. so mean to Lorelai. Like, that's your kid. I just don't like her. Sorry. Anyways, uh, seventh, we both have Suki. Oh, Suki, yeah. She's so funny. Yeah. She's just... I, I just love her. I, I don't know what well, else to say. Melissa McCarthy, like, how... how yeah, how do you not like her? And eighth, we both have Jackson. I think they're, like, the best pair. They complement each yeah. other so well. They're so funny together. Suki and Jackson are incredible. Um, um, this is where so my I list stops. Going. Yeah, because I just... These are all good characters, whatever. Like, they enhance the show, but I just don't feel passionate enough to um, rank them. Oh, I feel passionate about this one. Kirk. <laughs> Kirk is my number nine. I love Kirk. I feel Kirk. I am Kirk. <laughs> I feel Kirk. That's just wrong. One of the most, most, one of my favorite scenes of the entire show is when he crashes the freaking car into the diner. That one's, you know what? I think he's a great character as a write-in by the writers because he adds a lot of comic relief to a lot of situations. He really does. So as a, like, a character for, like, the writers, like, great, great addition, I would have to say. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I love him. Um, my number 10 is Lane. Love her. I think she's a great, great yeah, friend. Great friend. Um, then I have Mrs. Kim. Of course, great. queen. Great mom. Right. So funny. Um, and then I have the like the trio of Babette, Maury, and Patty. They're Again, I think they're just so iconic. And, they are. Um, One of my favorite they, things. The way Babette and Patty like, just want to know all the tea and the gossip, like me. I was going to say, me. one of my favorite parts in the show is when Babette yells Maury. It's so funny oh, how me. she does it. Just how she does it. So funny. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Um... I I put Gypsy as thirteen. I I know she's not a huge character, but I think when she's there, she's like, yeah, so like she, yeah. Um, and then fourteen is Taylor. Oh of my course. Taylor Taylor Dosi. Um, don't love him, but he he really uh, embodies again, the energy of an old man that would yell, "Get off my lawn!" To like exactly people. like you know like really get off my lawn. That. Like that's what he embodies. And um, now we're getting too close to my bottom five. This is where I start to like really, like I, Rory. Rory is my 15th favorite character. <laughs> and the reason why is I... She's boring. feel like she's she boring. She's judgy. She, she is judgy. She, she really is. Like if you think about it. Maybe I should um, rethink my decision in putting her she, where she, I did. She just really thinks that she's queen, superior queen. Like she, she really does. Like Miss Girl. Um. Yeah, she just thinks everything is like about her, and I just really don't like how she cheated on. Yeah, like, that's she, bad. She cheated. She, she, she that's really bad. And then also she does it again. Yeah, that's in bad. The, but the, I thought we were talking yeah. about that the the last. We were, season. but I had to mention it here. Um, you you bag on her a lot, but she is still your fifteenth. She's not even at the bottom. Well, the bottom five are like tr- 
let's take the trash. Like, I very much just like... <laughs> All right, let's get into it then. Um. So, yeah, Rory's just dry. She acts high and mighty when she's not. I just don't love. Um. She doesn't deserve the people in her life. Oh! Um, so, 16... And that's on that. Um. I, that was dramatic. They shouldn't deserve that, but whatever. Um. 16 is Dean. Um. I really don't like him. Um. Again, I feel like he is just not it. He's just not fit for Rory. He was very rude to her when she didn't say, want to say, I love you back. Yeah, that was bad too. I think that he, like, she even explained that, like, that wasn't an easy thing for her to say given, like, her family, like, dynamic. Um, So, yeah. And then, oh, actually, I forgot to talk to put Christopher here somewhere. So I'm going to put Christopher after um, Dean. Got it. Again, I just don't really like him. I mean, he whisks in and out of their life. Like, he's there one minute and then gone. I don't like that he, like... girl pregnant, like... Yeah, I don't like that, like, whenever he comes, he just feels like he's entitled to Lorelai. You know what I mean? Like, they always hook up when... Even if she's with someone else. I will say, though, I think he's very cute. I... Yeah, okay, I I will give you that. (laughs) I will give you... Yeah. Next. Um, So then, after, I put Jess. I despise Jess. I despise him. I don't know what Jess stands are on. Like, are you okay? No. I I am so sorry if that is... No, and I genuinely mean it. Like, if that is your idea of, like, an idealized relationship, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, no. And I'm not... I'm, I'm being genuine here. Like, I'm really sorry. And I feel sad. Like, that's the kind of relationship that people... Want. Look up to. So toxic. So bad. Just so, so bad. I actually never understand Jess stands. I don't get it. He, he was never able to communicate his feelings whatsoever. He was never, he like, a good Rory. boyfriend. He toyed with Rory so much. He was, like, good one minute, and then he'd, like, leave her high and dry. He and also he just, just picked up and disappeared. Just, Why are we not talking about her that? to do bad things. Yes. And, I really want to, once I completely finish, we're going to talk more about the boyfriends. Um, so 19, quickly, Max. Don't, don't love him. Um, I'm sorry, why did you just skip over Tristan at 18? Oh, right, Tristan. Hate Um, Tristan, I hate Tristan. Just, just hate him. Love Chad Michael Murray. Gotta agree. He, we love. He's fine. He's so fine. (laughs) But you're supposed to hate Tristan, know what I mean? Yeah, like that's what he's there for. Like, he's just trash. Um, 19 is Max. Um, don't like him. I don't like him. I, I, I never wanted him to be a Florilei. I don't like him. And, and again, I feel like it's not even, like, a particular thing. He just got in the way of Luke and Lorelai. So yeah. Like, okay. um, 20 is Marty. I feel like he couldn't take no for an answer. With Rose. Yeah, I don't like him. And I just don't really like him. And then 21, I didn't even bother getting, remembering this guy's name. Richard's business like partner guy who like dates Lorelai for a while hate him hate him scummy um he 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 really yeah just no No. um now let me say my piece about ranking the boyfriends due to Mm -hmm. cuteness if you know me you know my type is either like blonde or ginger but with like light eyes like that's just my my thing 
Mm-hmm. So, I know that they didn't date, but, like, Tristan, he's so fine. He has to be number one on my list. Like, I yeah. know they weren't together, but, like, come on. Um, mm-hmm. Shockingly, based on all that description, you might think that I would put um, Logan next. Um, no. His personality really deters me from the rest of him. Mm-hmm. So, Dean would have to go next. Okay. And then Logan, because, you know, he is... It does fit within the type if you take away his personality from the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Jess, because I, I can't stand Jess. I am... And there are a, ton, a lot of Jess stands. Like, In the world, I know. Opinion. I see this so often, I'm like, are you okay? Like, what are we not... Are we not seeing something? I just... I don't, think, I don't think it's us. Like, I love my man. What's his name? Vintimid, I don't want to say his last name. Milo Vintimiglio. Oh, I love. I think Milo is an incredible well, actor. actor. Yeah, he's great. But I just as can't. An actor, I will say, as an actor, he does an incredible job with Jess. Um, I love him in This Is Us. I think he's love him in This Is I, Us. Um, yeah, I. I Milo Vintimiglio. Miglio. I don't know how to pronounce his last I don't name. Say I it. Um, just Milo, I, if you're out there, we love you. We just hate Jess. And I, I, every time I've rewatched the show, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep a more open mind about Jess. I really am. But no. No. No, I, can, can, I really, really want someone to explain, like, if you are listening and you're a Jess fan, genuinely, DM us, let us know. Maybe we're, what, what are we missing? What are we missing? Please explain it to us. Yes. So, now you see the I, I'm just going to say why I, pref- I, I put, um logan is my favorite the reason why is i feel like he isn't i feel like he's kind of the in-between of um of dean and uh jess so this i would have to agree with yes i think i think that he you know doesn't expect her to be perfect he like like logan or i mean like um dean um and i feel like he has way better communication skills obviously and actually cares for her better than jess jess and i just feel like i i just feel like they balance each other out so well and usually and i know some people don't like it because some people think um think that like he like rory was trying to change him and stuff and i don't think that rory went in it with the intention of changing him i think sometimes when you meet the right person it does inherently change you for the better like not necessarily that they're trying to change you or you're trying to change each other because i <laughs> this is like me going off but there's like that whole there's like that whole scene when she's like yeah like i can't do this casual thing like you know still wish the best for you want to be friends but like i'm out like i can't do this casual thing right and so it wasn't like she was you know begging for him to change and stuff like that he but then he just realized how important she, anyway I, I yeah anyway so that's why he's my anyways you just know our favorites do you want to rank who you think is cutest no okay so, i did it why not just let you my my ranking based strictly off personality strictly i, mean, I didn't sorry. do personality even oh, i should sorry, have done sorry, personality. I mean strictly appearance oh uh, yes it does quite differ. Honestly, oh, I knew it. If you, if you want me to honestly rank based on appearance, it would be um, probably Tristan. 
Of course, we love. Then Dean. I told you. Then. Uh, it pains me to say this. It really, really does. But honestly, Jess. And then <laughs> Logan. Mm, I feel like we should do personality now that you said personality. Solely based on personality, I'm going to have to go Dean, Logan, and then Jess. Tristan is just at the bottom. Like, I can't. I know they've already yeah. dated, but, like, no. Per- personality, Logan, Dean, Tristan, Jess. Jess is just cut yes it's just at the bottom he had to go um i really hope you enjoyed that uh really aggressive rant about uh gilmore girls for the past like 30 minutes but we really love it but this is this is this is our best friend chat this is yeah let us know if you want to hear let's do something like that for other shows like we love um gossip girl we could do that for like gossip girl oh gosh don't even get me that this that anatomy we could get on that row um can't touch on that tonight but let us know if you want yeah like someday okay my Um, next two things that i the only two things that i wrote down that i actually wanted to talk about was um uh, my favorite chapsticks and hyaluronic acid. I will start with hyaluronic acid because it pains me. If you don't know what it is, it's an ingredient in skincare that is immaculate for your skin, just great. But so many people apply it wrong, so it hurts your skin more. Mm. Let me explain. Hyaluronic acid needs water to absorb into the skin. If you don't, if you just put it directly on your skin it's going to make it more dry because it's just, it's not absorbing any moisture. There's no moisture to be absorbed. Mm. So you need something on your face before you can apply hyaluronic acid for it to work properly. So I have this little like spray bottle, you know, condensed water, Mm -hmm. spray it on Mm -hmm. your face. And then I put on my hyaluronic acid. It's great. Then it's really moisturizing. Stays on all day. I feel like my face is still like soft from this morning we love that you heard it here folks if you want a really good hyaluronic acid product i recommend the CeraVe, CeraVe, however people say this um hydrating serum with hyaluronic acid or the neutrogena hydro boost line it has hyaluronic acid it's great i use the moisturizer of that one it's really good and secondly chapsticks oh chapsticks sit down take notes chapstick queen (laughs) chapstick queen Never forget when you pulled out that giant chest. Let me get to that. I've been a chapstick queen. I have really dry skin, really dry lips. No matter how much water or lotion or chapstick I put on, still dry. Could not tell you why. Maybe because it's like winter in Canada, but I don't know. Um, so I, I self-deemed chapstick queen. Is that what we should call me now? Like, what is this? Yeah, chapstick queen. Um... So I think it really depends on what you're going for. But my personal fave, which is the one that Claire was talking about. Oh, so unfortunate that uh, our timer is going to run out. But for you, it'll be one second. We will be right back. Oh, we'll, be, we'll be right back. It's really hard to talk about what was on my heart. Um, so we're back. We're back. Yeah. So going back to chapsticks, <laughs> because I am... I like how your topics were, like, really deep, and I'm, like, so chapstick skin care. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I I apologize if you weren't here for the deep content, but this, this is, like, what friends chat about. Yeah, so this like, is what we talk least, about. At least we do. We do. Like, we, we talk about this stuff. Um, so the big chapstick that Claire was referencing is Palmer's Cocoa Butter Formula with Vitamin E. I'm writing this down. What is it called? Here, you can... You can okay. 
Plumbers. Plumbers. Cocoa, Cocoa butter formula. I can send you a picture later. Okay. <laughs> it's I, huge. I it looks like a glue stick. It's like the color of a glue stick. It's huge. But it's so versatile. You can use it on marks, blemishes, rough skin, dry skin, your lips, everything. And it comes in like a stick. It's great. You can take it everywhere with you. And it's not, not that expensive. So it's great. Um... You know, I don't really like the, like, chapstick brand or, like, those Nivea ones. I find them really, like, waxy, mm-hmm. which I don't like. I don't find my that. My first favorite is Burt's Bees. That's the only one Ooh, I really It irritates with. my skin. Oh. Not a fan because it's irritating because it's so fragranced. If anyone else has that, let me know. I don't know. Ooh, I need to not use. Apparently, well, it bothers me, so I don't know. Um... Going off on the next one, this one is really expensive. I will I will give this to Sephora for jacking the price up of this tiny little chopstick, but it smells so good. It's the Sol de Janeiro Brazilian <gasps> Kiss. Oh, yeah. It's $24. Are you kidding me? It's chopstick and it's $24. I think that's a little bit ridiculous. And I only have two more and they're not really even chopsticks. Um, Aquaphor. It comes in a tube. You can use it on anything. It's kind of like Vaseline, but not as thick, I want to say. Big fan of it. Um, And then this this tin. It comes in a tin. It's called Bag Bomb. It's green. I want to say this is my family's, like, holy grail product. No one knows about this, I feel like. Every time I talk about this with people, they have no idea what it is. It's actually for your cow. You're supposed to use it on your cow, but can oh also be used on your person. Yeah, it's called Bag Bomb. My family has the same huge tin that we've had, like, my whole life. Like, I remember using it as a child. It's exactly like Vaseline, uh, with not as good of a smell. But you just kind of have to get over it. But it works magically. Just magical. And for all those times that I've shut out Vaseline, like, just Vaseline. Shout out. You can buy, like, I love Vaseline. more expensive versions. Like, you know the Lin- Laneige, like, sleeping lip mask situation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it, but, like, I feel like it doesn't work as well as just your basic Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Like, it mm-hmm. might look prettier because it's, like, pink or whatever color might smell better, but it just doesn't work as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my chapstick rant. I, I don't know. If you if you have I, some skincare you recommend, please let me know. Some chopsticks you recommend, let me know. I I guess I'll talk about mine. So I yeah. I'm really not a huge product person. Um, I will be getting some chapstick now though. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I needed that. You can find the first one at your local shoppers. Actually, you can if, find most of them at your local shoppers. If you live somewhere where it is as cold as it is in Canada right now. (laughs) If you you do not know, there is a polar vortex going on. And it's pretty cold in Toronto, but literally I was looking at temperatures in, like, northern Alberta randomly. And in Edmonton, it got down to, like, minus 50. So it it is very, very cold in Canada because it's just cold. So get you you a good chopstick. Get Um, you a good lotion of any kind for your hands, your... Especially now, I feel like I need, like, a good hand lotion. If you have hand lotion recommendations, send them my way. Because I I, I Purell so many times at work that I just... My hands are so dry. I'm just... I'm about to talk about that. Perfect. You're in luck. So, um, I guess before I talk about hand lotion, which I'm very passionate about, I'm going to talk about the two products. The <laughs> two products I use for skincare. So, um, I use... Um, this brand, this Spectro Gel. I do for, know this one. Um, face wash. 
And I have very, very, very sensitive skin and very, very dry skin. Yep. So I like this because it's a very light face wash. Um, so I use that and I use the Drunk Elephant Proteiny Cream, which is a hefty price expensive. to say the least. But I will say I got it for Christmas. Mm. And then before that, I had like the, I got it as like a birthday gift from Sephora, like the mm-hmm, minis. Mm-hmm. The mini. And I, I feel like because I don't wear makeup, I don't invest in any other products. Like it, it's, it's okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, it, it is too expensive. It is crazy. But I literally only use those two products. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't wear makeup. I will um, say that. I am a big fan of products. I like trying new products and things. But to be honest, in the winter in Canada at nighttime, my I would say my holy grail product is just any inexpensive, like, thick, thick face cream. Yes. Because I just have this gigantic tub as I take this out from Bioderma, yeah. and it's just their ultra-soothing balm. You can use it all over your body. Yeah, I've and I put that. I slather it on at night. I look like yeah. greasy when I go to bed, but I promise you when I wake up because of how thick it is, like it lasts all night, it's great. Just get you like yeah, a thick like moisturizer. Yeah, I've tried that. I've tried the CeraVe and I don't know if it's just my skin type. I feel like every skin type is so different, but I've yet of all the ones I've tried to find someone that hydrates my skin as well as that one. I have incredibly dry skin. I want to um, try this drunk elephant one, but it's it's a hefty price, so I'll, I'll need a sale. It is. I, I will admit that, and that's why I usually ask for it for, like, Christmas, mm-hmm. birthday, get yeah. the minis kit, like, that sort of thing. Um, it, it, it is. I the did get their face wash. I did get their face wash as a, yeah, like, the Sephora, like, birthday gift yeah. last year. And I will say it's one of my favorite face washes, but I can't bring myself to spend that much on a face wash. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, in, in my personal opinion, with the, like, generally, a face wash is a face, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you don't need to go crazy with a specific face wash, mm-hmm. especially for me. Like, my skin's pretty sensitive. Like, I just need a gentle, like, yeah, face yeah. wash. I don't need anything too crazy, like, for acne-prone skin or anything. Um, so I just, that's why I just use the Spectro Gel from, yeah, the, I um, just... from the store. And then I, I I do, because of how dry and sensitive my skin is, I do indulge in the moisturizer. There is very few products that I will spend, that I will buy at Sephora because of the price. Yeah. Uh, like face lotions and things like that although i do have dry skin i just i buy them at the drugstore i buy cheap versions whatever and i i buy makeup at the drugstore too i just i don't wear it enough for it to be worth spending so much money but i will say there's one product and it's not really skincare nor i don't know what you'd call it it's like a facial mist for makeup like setting spray but not really yeah i i test all my good face makeup looks like the dewiness to this product. It's the Tatcha Luminous Dewy Skin Mist. Oh, and let me that. tell you, I only buy the mini size because the big size is $70. Full size is $70. Are you kidding? No. Stop. So I buy the mini size. It's like $28. I will tell you it is worth every 20 all the $28, but I will never spend money on the big one. And that is like yeah. the only skincare product I will really splurge on. Yeah. Yeah. That is it. Um, and I, I will say for makeup... The only thing I ever wear, ever, whenever I do, 
a cosmetic CC cream and a random mascara from the drugstore, whatever is on. You know what? Everyone's sleeping on drugstore mascara, but two of my favorite mascaras are from the drugstore. I I just get this um, pink and green one. Usually, I I don't I forget what it is. I, I it might be L'Oreal or something. I'm it's getting just, mine out like, so I can show you. It's just green and like pink one. I I don't I don't I I mean if it's from oh I know I know it's Maybelline. I know exactly oh. what you're talking about. It's Maybelline. I know what it is. My two favorites, which are just from just from the drugstore. This one's new from Maybelline. It's called the Sky High. I don't oh, know. Okay. My favorite. Also, I'd like to apologize if you just heard my chair move right there. <laughs> I, there was a noise, and it was. My chair. Um, and my second is the just the regular CoverGirl Clump Crusher. Just your yeah. like what nine dollar mascara? Like just my favorite. Yeah, so literally for skincare and makeup combined, I have four products. My Spectre Gel, my um, my uh, Drunk Elephant Face Cream, my um, Big Cosmetic CC Cream, and Mascara. And that's literally it. You know, if I am doing makeup, I do more makeup, but I never, except for cheer, wear, like, face makeup. I, no. Even if I um, put on makeup, I don't put on concealer. Did you know what's... Speaking of, did you know it's a trend to, like, put on eye bags? Like, draw on under eye bags? No, I did not know this was a trend. With, like, dark eyeshadow? I'm like, great, I've been doing this one. I haven't been putting on concealer for years. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a trend now. I saw that, and I was like, really? Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. I Do I wish I had better makeup skills? Yes. But even if I did, I don't think I would wear makeup any yeah. more than I do now because who who wants to get up earlier to do that when I'm just going to school and just yeah. I don't know I though so, I do love trying product I will yes. admit that yeah yeah I really I'm not a huge product guy I have those four and that's about you it. know what if it works for you it works for you it works for me um I no, so you said hand cream one yes. second while she's getting her hand cream let me talk about the importance of sunscreen you may think, I'm sitting inside, it is also winter, how could I need sunscreen? And I'm telling you, no matter the circumstance, you need sunscreen. You need sunscreen if you're sitting inside, if you're near a window, you need sunscreen if it's winter, because it reflects off the snow. You need you sunscreen, sunscreen every day of your life. Put on sunscreen every day, at least on your face. Just at least yeah. on your face. So I'm putting this on now. Um, I will preface by saying I hate hate the feel of cream i hate hand cream i hate it i hate it but unfortunately it's canada you just need it um i have like you just do and this is by far the best cream it's called glycomed it comes in this green tube bottle and it is for whatever reason it the greasiness goes away quite quickly like it absorbs very quickly i will have to disagree with this point i have tried this product and maybe it was like a faulty bottle that was like old or something but i felt like it was greasy for like days interesting because i i hate grease and again everyone's like i feel like everyone's skin is so different maybe Mm -hmm. mine just absorbs it better maybe mine just aren't dry enough or too dry that just doesn't work i don't know anyway this is my absolute favorite. I also love Nivea Soft. Mm, it's called that's a good that. One. That is incredible too. My grandma, um, <laughs> who 
mind this very dearly. Um, used to always put that on my face. On your face? Yes. That is not a uh, face product. When I, when she's like, oh, your skin's so dry. And she would put the Nivea sock on That's funny. my face. But it is also an amazing... What's really inconvenient is a lot of hand creams, I find, if you find your like favorite product, don't come in smaller sizes. Like, I can't bring a huge thing to work with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, this Lysomad comes in, like... Small? Many, like, Maybe I'll many. have to try it again. I will say, one of the... The most, yeah, important right now is hand cream. I hate hand cream. I hate the feeling of hand cream. Oh, my my biggest skincare tip is, and listen to this one closely, people. Anything that can go on your face can go on your body. Anything that goes on your body cannot go on your face. Exactly. You can't use the Nivea Soft on your face on the regular. It will yeah. not be good for your skin. Don't put this on your face, people. The Glycomed? Can you imagine? No. no. It's, um, there's different, but, the products that are made for your body are much more harsh than the ones for your face. You cannot yeah, put like, This face. is an intense um, hand cream. It's just, like I said, I have very, very dry skin. I don't know if you can see my hands right now. They're red. Um, th- these are cuts. Oh, oh wow. It's, 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 she it's needs- bad. You know what you need to do? I tell this to my roommate sometimes too. You need to get a glove, okay? You need That's to lather your hands, and yes. when you go to bed, stick them in the glove and go to sleep. I do this at night. Um, I haven't for a few days. This is what happens. Apparently, the glove method works. You gotta get back to it. it this is what would happen to my face if I didn't have that good... Well, you know what? Then you might need to spend the money on it. Um, I don't know what is up with me and my dry skin. I don't know what is up with me. But it's called Canada in the winter. Yes. I can't even imagine living in the places where it gets even colder. Like, I Toronto know. is cold, but not that cold. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that, we, <laughs> you know this has been love. We're going to get into one last little discussion before we wrap up. So, with it being Valentine's Day, I really felt called to talk about the importance of loving yourself this valentine's day mm-hmm. and a lot of people mistake this to be self-care but we're not or at least i'm not talking about self-care here i'm talking about learning to love yourself where you are right now whatever stage of life you're in right now um i don't mean to cut you off but when you there's a video on the internet that says this man dances around naked and he goes love yourself accept yourself and that's yeah, that's I what comes that. to mind when you say yeah. love yourself well you know i think that there's been um a lot of movement towards like bettering yourself um recently you know and this kind of goes i guess to our talk about like the fitness world like comparing yourself but and i don't think that it's personally bad or not loving yourself to want to change things about yourself I think the problem becomes when you are changing something about yourself just to love yourself you have to love yourself in the stage you are now because these these improvements are great but before you can really make these improvements they're not going to mean anything if you can't truly love yourself at the stage you're going to 
Oh no, I promise you, if you can't love yourself where you are now, you're not going to love yourself 10 pounds later. You're not going to love yourself after like, you know, change. I, I don't know, like after getting a nose job, like I think these things, I'm not saying these things are not bad. They are not. I just think that you really, you have to love yourself before you can change anything. You know what comes to, those are valid. Those are good points, actually. Um, you know what comes to mind when you say that is you can't, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? Sounds like RuPaul. Exactly. RuPaul's quote goes exactly that. But um, it's, it's so true. If you can't, you know, being in a relationship where you are um, not fully accepting of yourself, it is so hard to try and be there for someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. And that's not even the point of this. You don't need to be in a relationship, whatever. But, you know, I don't think you're ever going to feel completely okay if you're not uh, going to accept yourself to the fullest. Yeah, is there things that I'm not loving about myself? Yeah. But I accept them, and that's okay. That's what I mean. Like, you, you can... You can want to change something about yourself and I I'm a proponent of if if there is something about yourself that you don't love and you want to change it go for it like go ahead but I think it has to be for the right reasons like I I think that if you you know want to lose some weight to be healthier like if you know that it's impacting your life and to, to that extent and, and you want to do it to better your health I think that's great or if you want to get a nose job I think that's amazing but you can't be like oh I'm going to get a nose job and then I'm going to love myself completely no I promise you that's not the case yeah. because it's often a much larger issue you can't you know what I mean yeah you can't do those th- I I I do think yeah for the right reasons you can't uh, want to change those things and be like, well, because that'll make me prettier. That's the way I, I should look based on societal standards. Yeah. That's the way my, I don't know, my boyfriend wants me to look like, no. I think it's the same thing with like, I know some people kind of do this with shopping, you know, it's like, oh, I'll buy this and then I'll be happy. And it's like, oh no, I'll buy this and then I'll be happy. And it doesn't. It, it doesn't work like that. It never does. Maybe momentarily, but... It, 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 it's, it's not going to get to the root of the issue, if that makes sense. I, I, I think that, and, and you're so right, you can't, it, this is such a cheesy saying, but you truly can't pour from an empty cup. You, you, you really have to one. learn to love and accept yourself before you can love someone else. Because I, I think literally at the end of the day, yourself is who you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't agree with the whole thing that, you know, your other, your partner completes you and that sort of thing. You are complete yourself. You are a complete human being. You are a complete person. That person doesn't complete you. They compliment you. They, I mean, not compliment is in like physical comment, you know, you know like the, yeah. the compliment is in like they, they, they mesh well with you. Mm-hmm. They, For sure. But, but you at the end of the day if all of that went away if all of your what you consider like 
beautiful about yourself what you consider that you need like if if your friends if your boyfriend if all of that if your money all that went away you have to you have to love yourself without the conditions of like oh i love myself when i get the nose job i love myself when i lose 10 pounds yeah i love myself when i have the perfect boyfriend or the perfect friend group or anything yeah i think um I you know it might be easier said than done of course but I think taking small yeah it's a daily struggle and taking small steps is what's gonna get you there um you know when I first thought about this I did not love everything about myself and that that was really hard so I think loving little parts is gonna overall get you there so I like to do sometimes when I'm feeling feeling down um I like to say to myself, like, uh, don't say this out loud. I guess you could, but I don't. Three things that I like about my, my personality or, like, my, my being. And then three things that I like about my looks. Because, obviously, I don't love everything. It's not going to happen. But I, I can accept that, and I'm, I'm okay as I am. But those things, you will find things that you like about yourself. You will. Even if it's you hard, will. you will. Yeah, and, and, and I found that this whole, like, self-love thing... Um, it even comes from like I I feel like we everything <laughs> but I've thought about this recently. We are so mean when we talk to ourselves in our head. I thought you were gonna say to each other. I was like, really? I'm sorry. No, I didn't no. Need and so I I've really been trying to change this, and I heard this before, and I've been trying it, and it honestly really works. I've been trying to be a lot more conscious about my thoughts, and whenever I find myself starting to think negative. I immediately think about three things that I like about myself. Yeah. And I th- and I think that we also need to normalize, like, verbalizing what we love about ourselves. Oh, are, are we going to do it? I think we should. Okay. Uh, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Yeah. You can go first. And it can be Ooh. physical or non-physical and you can do as many as you want. Okay. We can, we can do this. I like my freckles. I think they enhance my face. Yeah. Um, oh, ooh, this is... I haven't thought about this in a while. I right? like that... Oh, I had something in mind and I've forgotten it. Ooh, this is, this is worrying that I can't think about it, but I, I've done it. I like that I'm resilient. Yes. You know? And I like that I'm positive. I'm overall happy and positive and I like that I think it, it, mm-hmm. that's a good thing about myself yeah I think for me um I like my hair mm-hmm. I like that one I I've always really liked it um I I'm gonna be honest I like my stomach I don't think it's huge I'm happy with it um I, this is so good and that, that feels hard for me to say but I I'm, I'm not gonna degrade love like, you <laughs> Um, I, I like my compassion. That's good. I like your compassion too, Claire. (laughs) And, um, I like my empathy. Those are good ones. And I, I, I do agree with the resilience. I feel like we're, I think, yeah, I think that's quite resilient gals. Hmm, Maybe I'll come up with another one. I like, you know what? I'll, I'll give you this one. I like my legs. They're strong. They're, they're, I love leg day. I love to work oh, see, out. So you know what? I like my legs. something that I am self-conscious about. Yeah. Which is interesting because 
I guess being going home, like, but I am very, and I think it's okay to, like, I think when you talk about what you're self-conscious about, it makes it less scary, almost, know what I mean? Oh, should I say something I'm self-conscious about now? I'm, I'm self-conscious about my legs and my hips. Um, I have very womanly, womanly, (laughs) and strong legs from doing synchro and running, and I do a lot of leg-focused activities, so I have always been very self-conscious about my arms my and my hips slash thighs you know what that's valid i don't see those as problems on you but i understand where you're coming from yeah like but it's so funny because i know that like that's not what someone would see like yeah yeah her arms are huge yeah i no i totally understand i I can see that when i look at myself i can do what now i am self-conscious about my nose I talk about it a lot. Um, My nose, there's a bump in the middle, and it droops down at the end. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. You know what? That's fine. I've been hitting the nose. It's happened. No wonder it looks like this. I have breathing problems. You know what? That's okay. I can accept that I'm self-conscious about that because no no one's perfect. That's fine. Exactly. So... Yeah, and I I think when you verbalize it, it's and 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 don't try to like push it down. Like you become accepting of it. Like I am accepting that my arms and my legs, which are bigger than I would like, because I I, I feel like for someone my size are like big. But I know that that's because I work out and I'm strong, and that's why they're like that. Let's chant it for the world. I am strong. I am strong. And oh like, my God. For example, like your nose, you said it's because it's gone hit. Like that's because you're a sp- yeah. You like do sports. You're strong. Like it's the result. You of know that. what? Now that we've said I am strong, I actually saved something to my notes. Where where is she? Disappeared. Maybe it's on my phone. And. It's it's about self love. We can we can pull her up. We can yeah. discuss this one. Um, one second, trying to find it. It really goes up, and I'm very passionate about this. So it says, "I am strong. I am brave. I am beautiful. I am resilient. I am smart. I am kind. I am caring. I am thoughtful, and I am positive." I am wealthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am loving. If you ever need something to say to yourself to make yourself feel better, save that. Remember that because you are. Yeah. That was, yeah. So this Valentine's yeah. Day, think write down a few things you love about yourself. Take yourself on a date. I mean, really get- safely because everything's closed here in Toronto. Still, so. take yourself. You can take yourself on a date. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like safely because no. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. like watch a Netflix movie, order sushi. <laughs> we love sushi. I will maybe be doing that. Um, oh. Valentine's Day also is my father's birthday, so I will be celebrating my dad's birthday. Yeah. Anyways, love yourself. Accept yourself. yourself. If you need to laugh, go look up that video. Love yourself. Accept yourself. (sighs) We could all embody that man in that video a little bit more. He clearly loves himself. He's out in the street dancing naked. Like, I think this is a really fun episode. I liked it a lot. This is one of my favorites. I think it is too. We always talk like this as friends anyway, so it was fun to chat with you guys about things that we would normally talk about. We definitely go on daily rants about like Gilmore Girls and like other stuff like that, so. Yeah. And Madfit, we we talk about Madfit a lot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
but we hope you enjoyed this episode we do um as always if you have any future requests or just want to chat um or you have any recommendations for what show we should rank the men of next yeah let us um and i guess we will are we gonna talk about our what we're looking forward to what we're looking forward to yeah do you want to go first yeah, um, I'm looking forward to to all the boys I love before three coming out. Um, exposing myself here, but I am a sucker for cheesy romantic movies and shows. Like the cheesier the better. I the truly cheesy. love. When does and it come out? I am a Noah Centineo stan. Oh uh, yes, yeah. it comes out on Friday. That's soon. That's exciting. Yeah. I didn't Fun. even know about this until Claire told me, but now I'm really excited about it. I I am. Uh, I love Laura Um, Maybe I'll have to rewatch the other ones in order to, like, prepare myself. Yeah. I think that's a good one. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to, obviously, my dad's birthday, which is on Sunday, and next week is reading week. Yeah. So I actually have a week off from all my craziness, so that's exciting. Yeah. I think I might see my aunt on the weekend for the first time in... Uh, I think since the summer she's been vaccinated. Wow. So, and we have not been leaving the house. That's great. Um, and yeah. That's so, so exciting. I'm going to be go seeing my aunt this weekend, like my, just, just the four of us. And then like, so. That's so exciting. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I think, I think, I think my uncle. I yeah, I don't, I don't know if my yeah, I'm assuming my uncle's gonna be there. But um, anyway, yeah, they they live out in the country, and she's been vaccinated, and 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 all of that, and so we might go see them. That's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, as per usual, our Instagrams are at katie.bodison. What was your highlight? I said my, my, we didn't say highlight. We talked about highlight before. Now we're talking about what we're looking for. I said my dad's birthday in reading week. We just talked about this. Not me blanking out. Not Um, you needing to go to bed because it's 9 p.m. at 10 p.m. I literally had a brain fart. Um, (laughs) Yes, everyone wish Katie's dad a happy birthday. Greg, Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll let him know. We Anyways, have a Valentine's Day baby. We do. We do. Funny story about that. My grandma wanted to name my dad Valentino because he was born on Valentine's Day. But my family is not Italian. Let's just be very clear. We are <laughs> not Italian. We That's are Irish. So it would be very funny if he um was named Valentino. Valentine. Weird one. Anyways, our Instagrams, Katie.Bodison. I'm at Claire O'Hagan. And of course, as always, the uh, podcast Instagram is at Margarita Madness Podcast if you want to tell us anything. Um, and thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. Thank you so much. We love you all. Have a great Valentine's Day. Be yes. healthy. Be safe. Yeah. And we will see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.